Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March. And ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. Starting to come down now from the thrilling Chargers come from behind 29-28 victory. Chargers down two touchdowns late. Get the tying score with four seconds left. And then a gutsy two-point conversion call from Anthony Lynn sees Phillip Rivers throwing to an uncovered Mike Williams in the end zone for the game-winning score. Shotgun snap. Rivers rolls to the right, throws to the end zone. Caught! It's good! It's good! Mike Williams with the grab! Chargers lead 29-28. Matt Money-Smith losing his voice there. 
at the end of the well, game. That's a lot of excitement. That's a lot of it, you know voice inflection down the stretch with all the big plays, penalties that weren't weren't called. Mm-hmm. Sure, uh, sure. We could, if we roll back and we get the call on the Rivers no hit, I'm sure he was screaming in the booth for that one as well. But the main thing we look at now is the playoffs coming off this week. And speaking of being on the road to the playoffs. Chargers, evening things up with the Chiefs in the AFC West, are going. The last two weeks, we have watched the Chargers on the road in the cold. What's the Dennis Green thing? We got to go on the road, in the cold, in the snow, in the wind, with a hostile environment, and play our style of football. And we don't want it any other way. The Chargers have to. You, you like that? I remember that. That was you pretty good. Yeah. No, come on now. If you had had that, Dennis Green. That would have been really cool. They are who we thought they That's were. That's not okay. So, the last two weeks, they go on the road in the cold, in the wind, in a hostile environment, come from behind after being down big to Pittsburgh, right. being down two touchdowns twice in the second half to the Chiefs, and they come away with wins in both games. And you win this game, and we talked with Justin Jackson earlier. You win both these games without Melvin Gordon. And you won this game without Keenan Allen. Right, and Keenan Allen was out early, right? You had the the near miss of a a would-be touchdown reception. Uh, Great effort on his part, but lands awkwardly and exits, and we don't see him again. Look, both teams are going to the playoffs after tonight. They're tied 11-3, and still the division up for grabs because with two games left, it's going to come down to tiebreakers most likely. But if you ask teams in the NFL, Who's a team you don't want to play the most, right? No matter where it is. Yeah, teams are going to say, I don't want to play the Saints. I don't want to play the Rams. But I guarantee you they would all say, I don't want to play the Chargers. They played nothing but road games all year long. It doesn't matter. That's one thing is that, yes, when you play on the road all the time, you're used to playing on the road. And now they've shown that this high-octane offense travels in the cold pretty well. Yes, is it going to be colder in January? Yes, it is. But wherever the game is, you know they're going to be able to move the ball up and down the field. These last two weeks have been eye-opening ones for the Chargers. In the beginning of the year, it was week two where I said, watch out for the Chargers because the schedule is really easy these first eight or nine weeks. And this is not going to be a year, normally for the Chargers, where you know they go one and four, they fight their way back, and they win their last five games, and they either squeak into the playoffs at nine and seven or just miss the playoffs. They're going to make a lot of hay because they have an easy schedule. And they did. And they went all the way through. And then after they won a few games, suddenly other people in national media going, you know, the Chargers are really a player. Okay, that's great. But didn't know that the Chargers were for real. These last two weeks, but last week in Pittsburgh and tonight, you know they are a team that is so deep because you're talking about whoever they miss, and obviously if they miss Phillip Rivers, it might be a different story, but you're missing your number one running back, number one wide receiver, doesn't matter. Your best defensive player, doesn't matter. All those guys you have missed at some point over the course of this season, and you are still found a way to go 11-3. and three. Nobody wants to play the Chargers. They're the most dangerous team in the playoffs. Most dangerous team. I guarantee you, Philadelphia, New England is going, man, we really don't want – we used to love seeing the Chargers here. Belichick saying, we used to love seeing the Chargers here in the early 2000s. Yeah, you come in with LT, blah, blah, blah. We had your plays. Everything was fine. No, now it's all I do not want to see. The Chiefs don't want to see the Chargers. The Texans don't want to see the Chargers. Nobody in the AFC 
wants to see the Chargers. Well, you got big play threats, and you're getting good production out of running backs that were pretty buried on the depth chart, right? No Eckler tonight, either uh, in concussion protocol. But you look at the 11-3 Chiefs, they're on the road at Seattle next. And for everything you can say about Se- Seattle, will run the ball. They will grind mm-hmm. clock yep. and keep Patrick Mahomes pacing like, like a cat on the sideline. He will not get the opportunity to run up and down this field. And don't forget, you also had some opportunities left uh, on the, the wayside as well. You had one bounce off Tyreek Hill's helmet. Uh, that was an easy touchdown. Uh, interesting random note, uh, Travis Kelsey's never gone for 100 yards, nor has he ever scored a touchdown against the Chargers now in 10 games. Just throwing it out there, apropos of nothing. But you have the Chargers with the series of road games. You, you watch anything that happens here. I can't wait to see uh, the game. They have a Saturday night game uh, against the Ravens next time out. And you, curious to see what the traveling is there. A lot of folks from Baltimore, I know, making the trip out for the holiday week and saying, hey, let's go to StubHub. Well, it won't be StubHub, StubHub. anymore. They're changing the name of it. Heard that a little bit earlier Yeah, Philip River Stadium. Well, it could be that. They're going to name, yeah, Philip River Stadium. Something about dig- Dignity Health, I believe, is going to Phillip be. Philip River Stadium. Okay. Phillip well, not, Stadium. you'll get a statue, too. But the. The House of Zlatan. Zlatan. That's what they're going to call Now you're talking. <laughs> but the idea being that it'll be another most likely large Ravens contingent uh, in this in this crowd. And that's just the Chargers are used to that. They're, they battle back. Tough start to the game again tonight. We watched it last week against Pittsburgh. It's been a fun team to watch, uh, and you just want to read Phillip's mind because he's not going to curse outwardly, mm-hmm. but you know he's blankety-blanking at every one of these guys along the way. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Incredible theater. At Arrowhead, the Chargers, second week in a row, get down early and come back with a huge victory, 29-28, a big two-point conversion pass from Phillip Rivers to Mike Williams, does it for the Chargers, they win it, and now are in a tie for first place in the AFC West. Jason Smith, Mike Harmon, joining us now on the hotline, one of the heroes for the Chargers, running back Justin Jackson, congrats on the win. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. All right, so take me back. You guys score the touchdown. Any debate? Was it going to be two-point conversion, kicking the extra point? Take me through it. Uh, you had to ask Coach Lamb, but it seemed like he was going for two the whole time. As soon as we scored, <clears throat> the field goal team started to run on, and he pushed them back and held two points up. And I think all of us were all for it. Like, you know, we have a lot of confidence in our game plan. And, uh, you know, a lot of confidence in the legend of the quarterback we got back there. So it worked out. See, because I kind of thought Philip Rivers called it because as soon as it was in the end zone, he was going two. I'm like, I don't think the I don't think the extra point team's coming on the field here. Nah, yeah, they, they got him off the field real quick. <laughs> I think uh, maybe the other guys was, wasn't too sure about Coach Lynn's decision, but he was very sure about it. And once he signaled to us, I think the offense was down. And then the Chiefs uh, forgot to cover the guy who had the biggest night of the of everybody. Yeah, I mean Mike, man. He's been grinding all year. We call him the big horse. He's a big, big, real big target down there, and uh, he stepped up big for us. Now, obviously, for me, I mean, the, the personal interest. C- congratulations on the big game you had tonight. I'm, I'm an older Northwestern alum, so uh, go Cats. Okay. 
So, okay. so a little bit of love right. there. Yeah, as as my partner here, Justin, just starts shaking his head, going, "All right, I was counting the over under as to when you got that in." Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, you, yeah, you got to get that in, man. Got to get that in. Represent. Got to got to represent as we go. But for you, I mean, obviously, over the course of the year, waiting and biding your time, the short week after a victory against Pittsburgh, and and for the offense, a slow start to this game. But once again, the resilience just coming through. Yeah, man, I think and that just goes to show the type of team we have. You know, we've been down early in a lot of our games this year, honestly. But just to have the grit to fight back and to trust in each other to fight back and you know, make those plays at the end, um, man, it just goes to show what type of team we are. And you know, I think definitely think that will continue with the type of guys we got in the locker room. All right, Justin, final drive. Obviously, the, the refs missed the big helmet-to-helmet hit on Phillip Rivers, and Phillip yeah. Rivers was going, yeah, go ahead, tell me about it. Yeah, I mean, as many times as we done got that called against us, it'd be nice to have some reciprocity, you know? But, hey, we had to keep fighting after that, you know? I think it was like 20-something seconds, or actually, I think we ended up calling a timeout like 13 seconds or something like that. Yeah, that was a lot of game clock that ran off, absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, it was a big play for sure. I was a little worried there for a second going, hey, I know you guys wanted that call, but uh, the time is still going to (laughs) tick off the clock here. Yeah, you know Phil. He's very animated about everything. So he was like, come on, Phil, come on, Phil. <laughs> did, did, you, did you catch any of what he had to say there, Justin? Because we know he doesn't uh, curse. No, no, he don't curse. He says stinking. That's the worst gosh dolly call I've ever seen. I can't yep. believe that. <laughs> exactly. All that type of stuff. <laughs> hey, could you catch anything that any of the Chiefs players were saying after the final two-point conversion? Because they just look stunned coming off the field. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't catch it, but I get, I've been there before, so I know exactly how they feel. <laughs> um, uh, just for us to be able to come back and, and then go for two at the end like that. Such a ballsy call, you know. I think, I mean, it's, it's, hard, to, it's hard to come back after, you know, an, an opposing team makes play like that. So, I mean, but I'm glad it was us and not them. <laughs> 29-28, Chargers with a win over the Chiefs and proud Northwestern alum. Justin Jackson with a touchdown. Hey, thanks so much for stopping by. Keep on keeping on, man. We'll talk to you All down right. the road. Appreciate you, man. Go Cats. See you, Justin. There he goes. Love, keep on keeping there on. You said, go. appreciate you, there man. You go. That's what it yeah, is. Yeah, there you go. You got That's another guy on your side. Bump. I got him there. You got another guy on your side. <laughs> How about Justin Jackson? Yeah. <laughs> got that called against us so many times. He did some reciprocity. That's pretty good. No, I like it that. Well, it's true. Well, you know what? When you go to Northwestern, you learn words like reciprocity. Well, there you go. I don't Next think I've level. ever done an interview with an athlete ever that's used the word reciprocity, except for maybe Bill Walton. That may be the only one. <laughs> well, but you would have had to parse that in a nine-minute response to where you might have yeah. missed that he used the word he had reciprocity. He had reciprocity in there. <laughs> yeah, Jackson, nice. 16 for 58, and a touchdown on the ground. Also, three catches for 27 yards. The third catch, one off his shoe, shoelaces uh, in that drive. But, you know, you, you mentioned the, the big play with Phillip Rivers. That's the one that's going to be talked about quite a bit. Obviously, the pass interference call in the end zone uh, that that is also going to be there, the hand being held down, and was it catchable, not catchable. But when we talk about player safety, and that's been the buzz in the NFL and football in general going on the last couple of years, when you miss a call in the open field like that, okay, and you could say, okay, Phillip Rivers was a runner, bang, bang, play, whatever, uh, you took a blow to the head of a quarterback. That he came, Phillip was on his way down, and that's a couple of steps because Philip Rivers isn't evading anybody either. No, that's right? not so, happening. So that's one, not happening. once he's been touched, he's going down. So now you're looking at 
you know, something the league will certainly have a comment on, I'm sure, as it flows. In the end, the Chargers emerge victorious in this game. Uh, the push-off, non-push-off, both sides have plenty of opportunity to raise their hands and question officiating throughout this game. We had some ticky-tack fouls uh, earlier in the in the game called against, I said fouls because that's what it felt like, like it was a pickup <laughs> game going, you don't call your own. Now, I missed a shot terribly, but you know what? You got me. You got me. And that's what it felt like in the secondary, that you saw a few of those earlier in the game that left you wanting, and then down the stretch, you know, there's going to be calls for and against in every game, and we can always go into the judgment calls uh, and and wait for the one that either helps or hinders our squad. But certainly on a, on a standalone game of this magnitude, those are going to be uh, reviewed ad nauseum in the press over the next 24 hours as we look at the great game that Hunter Henry had. <laughs> hey, you don't have to – be in the box score to have a big impact on the game. It's well, he inspired we'll the Chargers, no question hour. about yes. it. It's something we'll get into coming up later on this but hour. I, but on how about this one for you, Jason? Antonio Gates, four catches, 54 yards tonight on five targets. <laughs> a throwback game for the ages. But Mike Williams, your star, obviously. Seven for 76, two touchdown receptions, the two-point conversion. Oh, and a rushing touchdown along the way. You have yourself a day. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. More on the Chargers' 29-28 victory over the Chiefs, but from a different angle, because earlier today, uh, the biggest news that was made (laughs) over the course of the day in sports was from ESPN Stephen A. Smith. And I normally don't like talking about other sports talk personalities because it's it's kind of a thing, but when you're the news, you're the news. And sometimes you make the news. And certainly what he did today made the news. When Jamel Hill made the news, she makes the news. When other people make the news, when Colin Coward makes the news, he makes the news. And you react to it. We're a read and react business. And what Stephen A. Smith said earlier today on first take, previewing tonight's game between the Chargers and the Chiefs, owned the news cycle up until the beginning of the game, through the game, and even through the thrilling end. This is Stephen A. Just giving his prediction what he expects to see or expected to see in tonight's game for the Chargers. I'm going to have some faith in, in Spencer Way and thinking that, you know, he can do some things. I'm keeping my eyes on this matchup right here. Spencer you got Ware's your linebacker. Out. I'm sorry? Spencer Ware is out. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I forgot. I'm sorry, out Max. I'm foot. sorry. Yeah. Absolutely. He is out. But I'm thinking Tyreek Hill. I'm yep. thinking Patrick Mahomes. I'm also looking at the San Diego Chargers on offense, and I'm thinking about Hunter Henry and the way that he's played this year and as effective as he's been. He's going up against Derek Johnson, and I got to keep my eyes on that. Okay. First thing, it, it, Los Angeles Chargers. But that's okay. People say San Diego all the time. And obviously, Go as you know Chargers. by now, Go. Derek Johnson – is not in the NFL. No. Hasn't been in the NFL. Hunter Henry has not played all year for the Chargers. Remember, very big story, torn ACL very early in the preseason. It was, oh, my goodness, Hunter Henry is out. What are the Chargers going to do at tight end? They re-sign Antonio Gates, and look where they are right now. And that was absolutely stunning. This wasn't just, hey, you know, oh, yeah, I miss it. No, this was, I look at Hunter Henry and the year that he is having. Stephen A. Smith tried to soften it on Twitter later by saying, sorry, yeah, yeah, no, of course I meant Virgil Green, and I said Hunter Henry. Virgil Green, who in the last month 
has seen one target. Well, he's generally a blocker at, at yes. altogether. Yes. Like he's not a receiver. Going up. That against was why Derek he Johnson. didn't stick around in Denver. Yeah. He doesn't doesn't address the part about Derek Johnson not being right. in the league. And this is stunning because number one, what Stephen A. Smith did was completely embarrass ESPN as a whole because he's the face of ESPN. Hey, good day to be us at Fox. Bad day to be ESPN because he's the face, like it or not, of ESPN. And this is a guy that couldn't be bothered to watch enough football to know that Hunter Henry doesn't play and Derrick Henry is not even in the league. Right now, I get Spencer Derek Ware, Johnson. Derrick Johnson, sorry. Derrick Henry ran for 200 yards last week. We'll see him again. He's uh, in yeah. every fantasy question I'm being asked. Does he have another big game? <laughs> no. Yeah, he's going to run for 300 this week. He yeah, may top everything. Happen. He may top OJ. It's not just the fact that when you say Spencer Ware, okay, I don't know if he's out or not. He's out. All right, great. I get that. Sure. But Hunter Henry hasn't played all season. So this tells you the work ethic and the desire that some people have to be on top of things and know what's going on in what they do for a living. This is so embarrassing. There's people at ESPN, talent, behind-the-scenes producers that must want to bang their heads against the wall going, this guy is our star, and he can't be bothered to watch the NFL for five minutes. Because now I know he doesn't know anything about the Chiefs at all. He just knows, oh, Patrick Mahomes is good. I mean, there's people that watch more NFL in five minutes that know things about. Anybody who's played fantasy knows Hunter Henry hasn't played in a while. This was stunning on so many levels, and plus, it was lazy. Because any host who really cares about what they do and is not just someone to put stuff out there for shock value and live off the reputation of who they are. Again, I don't like talking about other people in the business, but Stephen A. Smith is news, and this is embarrassing. Most people would say, you know what? If we're going to talk about the Chiefs and the Chargers, I need to at least do some research on this. And I need to get a couple of producers to tell me, okay, look, this game, what's something I can say that's not Patrick Mahomes is great? And the producer says, okay, here's the Chargers. Justin Jackson's going to play. That's an interesting part because you have Melvin Gordon is hurt. But whatever you want to say, here's something else. But none of that was done. And nobody checked what he was going to talk about. No, but that's that's it. It's a fail all the way through. From your producer, director, all the way on down, and that's is not, that this is a block. And I was there for a long time. That's not how ESPN does things. That's not how they've ever done things where people can go on the air that unprepared for something. Right. I mean, and this be is given it because this, this is isn't this isn't a tag on, tag on at the end of a segment going. Oh wait, we we finished that argument short. We got two minutes. Hey, you know, guys, later on tonight there's going to be, and then you talk about a Phoenix Suns matchup or something. Mm. Oh. How <laughs> deep the the depth chart? We're not talking about them, so maybe you're not prepared, and you and you don't have something ready off the cuff, other than to say they stink. But this is a standalone, big prime time NFL matchup, the last Thursday night game of the year. Two of the most exciting offenses in the game, two most recognizable quarterbacks, the way they've been playing in the game right now, and it's it's a block. Right, A mm-hmm. block, C, B block, C block. Right, we write down uh, next to our our times. You know what the jumping off point is going to be, and you go from that. For a television show, far more rehearsed yeah. and, and produced uh, than no no offense, Lee, than what we're doing here. <laughs> right, we're reacting to a game live as it's going down, trying to keep an eye on flags, down distance, other games in progress across the NBA, etc. And wrap it all nice and tight and give it a big hug. This is, you know, first thing in the morning, 
heading into a game as, all right, we'll preview the the Chiefs and Chargers, big game in the NFL coming up later. And then you've got the commercial break, and then you come back and you jump into that topic. That's a lot of hands that touch that before he opens his mouth. And here's and here's the other part of it is that not only did he do it, but he had the confidence and the balls to say, you know what? I don't care. I'm going to talk about this game not knowing at all if I'm right about it. Because clearly when you say Hunter Henry in the year he's having, you would think for a second if you were Stephen A. Smith, you would go, is he having a big year? I don't even know. He's their tight end, so he must be having a good year. The fact that he was okay going on the air with that, that's a special kind of I really don't care if I'm right or if I'm wrong. I know we all embrace debate, Mm -hmm. but this is where – I'm sorry – Max Kellerman, other people should should have said, can I ever take you seriously again? If it's not a contrived debate show, it's can I ever take you seriously? Now, because they should have hammered him for that because he's always, and all the debate shows are always, I win, we're debating, it's real. you got to show me that you're real. But you back off because they just kind of blew it off. This is so embarrassing, and it's so embarrassing that someone in that position can be so unprepared and not care about being unprepared. If it's not basketball... I can't take him seriously for anything now. It's not well, like Well, he fell asleep in the boxing match. Well, it's not like <laughs> your opinion. There's people that tell me I'm crazy all the time when I say Lamar Jackson's going to be a Pro Bowl quarterback. Well, you know, this is not where I'm just saying it saying Lamar Jackson be Pro Bowl quarterback next year for the Eagles cuz the Eagles are so good. No. I mean, I give you my opinion and I say why. Well, that and you made him an eagle. You can think of, right, that's what I mean by if I make a mistake, <laughs> nice. you know, if I say something like that. But instead I say Lamar Jackson's Pro Bowl quarterback next year with Harbaugh, all of these things. And you may think I'm crazy, may not like it, but I'm making an argument because I'm going to tell you what I think about right. it. And if you don't like that, that I can't help. Either you like it or you don't. But maybe you think about it, we entertain you. But to decide that I'm going to go on that edge to not really care if I'm right when you have to think if I am wrong, this could so completely hurt my reputation. And now obviously he's going to be on TV tomorrow. They'll find some contrived way for him to apologize. There's a great way to do it. He should have just said, I'm sorry. I should know more about the chiefs and the chargers. I don't, I'm going to go out and spend time with the chargers. I'm going to go spend time with the chiefs, do the whole Steph Curry. I'll go visit NASA. Cause I really do think we landed on the moon. You can do that kind of apology tour and turn it into a positive thing. But to really double down and say things like, no, I was talking about Virgil Green, I, that just that just doesn't wash, man. I mean, really, be authentic. Be authentic when you when you do things. As many times as I say, and I see, I'll do the I'll do the, 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 the Doug Gottlieb. People I work with are phonies. I, you know, I don't know people that well that outside of outside of radio, but I know when I see something that's a contrived argument on television. Mm-hmm. You know what that and you know and, and but do I think that there's people who really believe what they say despite the fact that it is seems crazy yeah i sure. i see people on tv on fox that i you know i, I think okay there's no way no but they believe it but they and if you believe it that's fine because that's what you're paid to do is to go on tv and to say what you think break down and have an opinion not, that's right you believe it i can't believe he's genuine for anything now not that you really could before but this is one of those boy we see how the sausage is made and now you look at it. This is like a, a standing example of what's happened to ESPN in the past few years. And it's like, wow, because I mean it. They would have never 
allow to host on the air that unprepared for anything ever. And you got Berman sitting here going, I can't get on TV anymore? No, 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 I but, that, but that becomes the question. Who's the fall guy? What, I, what I producer know, I know gets... I more football than, than anybody on the planet, and I no, can't get the, on TV? They're going to claim somebody burgundied him uh, and put it in the teleprompter and that it's his fault. Two quick things, updates from you. First off, the Chargers, 19 minutes ago, uh, as if a kid coloring in crayon or maybe one of those things uh, that you show in the movie where guys are cutting letters out of magazines. The Chargers haven't beaten anyone good. That's good. Uh, but we do have a Hunter Henry update uh, while we're at it. On Twitter, bolt up! Wow, with three lightning bolts. That's his first Twitter uh, activity other than uh, talking about marriage books. Uh, happy birthday last week for Hunter Henry. And then uh, looking for you to vote for his uh, wedding picture of his wife and he uh, at ArkansasBride.com. Now, the the other thing, I would suspect one or both, Mr. Henry or Mr. Johnson, make an appearance on that show tomorrow. Live via oh, satellite, sure. check oh, it out. Yeah, yeah. Here he Let's is via Skype. Hi, how you doing? Absolutely. Let's get these two together. How it's going to go. <laughs> Be sure to catch live editions of The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 